0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Not Spacing Out, a podcast creating space to talk about identity, introspection, and relationships. I'm your host, Nicole, and I write long-form essays on similar topics. But I want this pod to be something that's a little more casual, more chatty. My ideal is that this isn't a sitting-down, absorbing, heavy podcast but more something that you can listen to on a walk or on a drive, etc. So a little bit of housekeeping before we begin. You can find my work on nicoles.subsec.com. That is nicole.s.substack.com, And I will be linking it in the show notes below if you'd like to read essays on transitions, friendships, living in a big city, etc. So today's episode is a topic that I've been thinking about a lot, which is that change always comes with cost. Any big change in our lives, whether it be changing our location, changing our relationships in our lives, or our appearance, or energy even, are all very taxing and require a lot of cost. And so I think it's important to do pretty regular audits on your life about the costs of changing versus the familiarity and comfort of staying where you are. To kick off this topic, I think it's pretty useful to think about the concept of sunk cost, which is a pretty big buzzword in finance and tech, which means that once you've invested in something, whether it be time, money, finances, we are loss-averse creatures and we don't want to give up something that we worked for. And so even when we decide that that thing actually is not the right thing for us, because we've invested so much time, it becomes really hard to leave or it becomes really hard to jump ship, basically. And it's pretty surprising to think about how sunk costs plays in our lives, even though we think it's such a small thing. I think it dominates a lot of decisions that we make, whether it be with relationships, with cities, wherever we have really deep roots, the cost of change or the cost to switch is a lot more complex, hidden, and a lot harder to navigate than, you know, a simpler decision. So let's talk about a simple example that I think I've dealt with across the years, which is with clothes. And I think I view clothes a lot with some cost because once I've invested money in clothes, um, or on a piece or something like that, I really don't like to give it up, even if I know it doesn't fit anymore or I know it's you know not the right shape or not the right color. And I hold on to a lot of these clothes that I don't ever wear anymore because of the sunk cost. This clothes metaphor is pretty important because the more clothes that you keep, the less space that you have in your closet to actually hold new things or hold things that you actually want. And that's a metaphor for a lot of things in our lives. If we hold on to things and we refuse to let go of things that are really capturing our mind space Because of some cost, even if we don't want to anymore, even if it doesn't give us joy anymore, spark joy, as Marie Kondo would say, we still hold on to things and allow them to take up space in our lives that actually should be moved out so that space can be created for new things to come in. I've thought a lot about this in terms of relationships, jobs, and overall just commitments in general. I think, of course, there is something really beautiful about commitment and how it can really shape your identity. And I don't this is not a bash against committing to things. But I think that the best way to go about life is to continuously think to yourself, am I committing to the right things? And only you can define that for yourself. Some costs could look like staying in a relationship or a job you don't like out of the sheer loyalty to a long-standing decision you made perhaps years ago it's always good to reorient yourself to the present and ask yourself is the present me not the me I was two years ago am I really committed to this because I love it or I want to work on it and I want to put an effort to it or is it because I already invested so much that I feel like it's a waste I really like what Farnham Street wrote about sunk cost. The sunk cost fallacy robs us of our most precious resource, time. Each day we are faced with the choice between continuing and quitting numerous in- endeavors. In that regard, I think an important question I always ask myself is, what am I holding on to, a person, place, object, out of loyalty to a prior decision that doesn't align to my current self today? And I think that's a pretty good journal prompt in general or just reflection point in general. What even emotions am I holding on to or memories or nostalgia am I holding on to that isn't productive for the person I am today? This topic came about, actually, this topic about change coming with cost. The cost of change being inevitable actually came about from me telling my mom that I was thinking about moving apartments or moving cities, actually. And I was telling her, I just have so much stuff. There's clothes everywhere. There's furniture. There's photographs. There's books. So much inertia to move even apartments, let alone cities. And she turned to me and she said something incredibly simple, which was, you know, Nicole, there's always going to be a cost of change. And it's up to you to decide whether that cost is worth bearing or not. I kind of thought about it a lot and it made so much sense. As in, you know, I do believe this, that your new self will cost you your old one and new habits will always cost you familiarity or comfort. And a lot of us find it hard to navigate big changes in our lives because of this cost. So going on with that example of moving moving comes with a lot of inherent costs. There are upfront costs like paying paying movers, uprooting your life, buying new appliances, all that stuff. And so the cost feels really overwhelming. But I'm forgetting that there's a lot of good things and good benefits about change. You're in a new location and you're discovering things for the first time. You're trying out new classes. You're finding a new coffee shop that you love. You're going on new walks around your place. And that aspect of exploration is very hard to imagine when you just think about only the costs that are coming up and don't think about whether those costs are worth the future that you want. And it's only when we're really tethered to our old habits and old identities that I think change is really painful and uncomfortable. And so I was thinking about a lot of these other costs in my life. The cost of knowledge Or the cost of literacy, the cost of creating content for everyone here is the time spent accumulating, editing, curating that knowledge. The cost of health is devotion to a particular lifestyle, spending money on healthy food, and time resetting the mind to accomplish the things I want to accomplish. And when I think about it like that, the costs seem pretty high, but the benefits seem even higher and the benefits of change can outweigh the cost of change. That's a pretty empowering thing to realize and a pretty empowering place to be when you can actually accurately look at your costs and measure them up against the benefits. And of course, there are some situations in life where... There are things that the benefits don't outweigh the cost and we should definitely avoid. And also circumstances in life where change isn't or giving things up isn't the best route. And there are phases in life where commitment is actually very necessary or devotion or identity forming actually depends on being able to stick to something for the long term, even when it gets hard. And I think that's a really fine balance, right, between being like, how much of this cost am I willing to bear for change and how much of it is some cost versus is it just a hard point in my life and I need to just grip my teeth and stick through it? I think those are really important questions that I don't have the answers to, actually, which is why I'm creating a whole podcast about it, because I just want to chat about it and talk about it in the hope that it clarifies something for me. So anyways, I think those are all my thoughts that I have today. I just wanted to bring up that concept as I haven't really fully fleshed it out in writing yet, but I'm trying to and it's a little bit more difficult than anticipated. But I really like talking about these concepts around decision making, especially cost benefit analysis and bundling because those were big parts of my research that I did a while ago. So I think those topics are pretty fascinating and how they tie to human philosophy, human psychology is super interesting. So that's my little ramble for today. If you reach the end of the episode and you're still here, thank you so much for tuning in. And, you know, I this is my first episode, so it may not be perfect or polished, but I hope that you enjoyed and do let me know your feedback either by commenting on this post or you can DM me on Twitter or any other social media route to find me. But thank you again for listening and I hope you have a beautiful day today.